Well, hello everybody. This is Hal. And this is Melanie. And we want to welcome you to another episode of Making Biblical Family Life Practical. All right, we're talking about the problem of the tongue. We're talking about bad language, potty mouth, coarseness, and what do you do about it in your family? You know, can I say what I think the very first thing is? What? I think the first thing is where do they get it? I remember a cartoon, I saw a cartoon years and years ago that some little boy is just cussing up a storm and the mother's really offended and the dad looks up from his newspaper and says, I don't know where the little blankety blanks hear this language. Right. You know what? Well, you know, I remember long ago we were, I had some friends and Mm -hmm. we just moved to an area and I thought, oh, these people are going to be great friends for our guys. They've got a bunch of boys. We've got a bunch of boys. But I remember sitting in a field trip. And watching their kids, their kids were just so incredibly smart aleck. Very they were sarcastic. Just constantly sarcastic and smart aleck. And I thought, no, I really don't want my kids to pick up this up from these other kids. Because I remember this family very well. And they were they were a sweet family and they loved Love the, Lord, the Lord. But they yes. were it was like they were always on stage. It was like that the whole thing was just like a running a running snowball of sarcasm. Yes, of just jabs and digs at each other. Mm-hmm. And as I got to know the parents, I realized exactly where they got it from. Because the parents were super smart aleck, that, super sarcastic. That was that was like their dinner conversation. That Constantly. was the way that was the life that they led at home. And you know, we love to joke around and we love to yeah. tease each other and have fun. But this was a whole nother level. There were there was a lot of barbs in this. Yeah. A lot of stinging. Yeah. So Yes, when we're concerned about our children's tongues, we probably ought to look down at ourselves, look out at the mirror, and say, are they getting it from me? Because Because, a lot of times they are. And we need to be careful about the example we set. Because even without saying, children, watch my example and follow in my footsteps. Well, hopefully hopefully we can say that, but they will follow. They will pick up whatever we put out, whether we intend for them to, whether we want them to or not. And so, yeah, that's that's a very good first step. Lord, does it mean? Yes. I think the second thing is, though, is to keep your temper. Because a lot of times, I think boys do this to get an outraged reaction. Hmm. Potty mouth, they want people to be shocked. Okay. They want people to be outraged. And if you're just scandalized, I think it just encourages them. <laughs> Okay. And so I think we need to keep our tempers and stay calm and realize, mm. yeah, we've heard this before. Mm. And that kind of takes some of the joy out of it for them. Right. And then we teach them the why. Mm-hmm. You know, we teach those verses we talked about in the last segment. We talk about um, that the passage in James where it talks about the power mm. of the tongue. Mm-hmm. You know, that because as we teach them... What the Bible says about things, the, the, the Word of God reaches mm-hmm. their hearts right. in a way our nagging will never reach their hearts. Yeah, and, and it's you know always when we bring the Scriptures to bear in our families, we need to make it really plain by our own actions that we also are regulated by the Scriptures, that we also are under God's command, and, and we are. you know Our hearts are captive to the Word of God, as Martin Luther said. So, I, I mean, that's something, another one of those example issues. But you're quite right. You're talking about is James chapter 3, right? Right. It says, um, if anyone does not stumble in what he says, he's a perfect man, mm-hmm. able also to bridle his whole body. If we put bits in the mouths of horses so that they obey us, we guide their whole bodies as well. 
-hmm. Look at the ships also, although they're so large and are driven by strong winds, they're guided by a very small rudder wherever the will of the pilot directs. So also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great things. How great a forest is set ablaze by such a small fire. And the tongue is a fire, a world of unrighteousness. Mm -hmm. Whoa. Yeah. And, you know, it continues to talk about how hard it is to tame the tongue that can be a restless evil full of deadly poison. Mm -hmm. To bless the Father and to curse men. And then it says, my brothers, these things ought not to be so. And so Mm -hmm. we teach those passages to our kids, talk about it, explain you know, verses like, be kind to one another. Right. Tenderhearted, forgiving one another, mm-hmm. even as God and Christ forgave you. Yes. Because the Word of God will go straight to their hearts and will impact them in a way that just words won't. Yeah. Yeah. So, we teach them why. Mm-hmm. And we can explain some of the cultural stuff. Yeah. You know, that this this is not okay because I said it wasn't okay. It yes. is okay in these circumstances. Right. Or this is not okay because in our culture it's not okay. Mm-hmm. So we explain the cultural part of it, mm-hmm. explain the way it works, right? And then we hold them accountable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? One way that I have found that works really well with kids who um, have an attitude and have a tongue who is that is straying away from what it should be. Right. Is to say something like, you know, no, that's, that's not the way that you're supposed to be talking. Mm-hmm. Those are not the right words. Those, right. The, those words were inappropriate for this reason. Or, you know, that's, try again. Yeah. And then they'll try, and then they'll usually say it again with better words, but with an awful expression on their face or yeah. a rude tone of voice. Say, so, okay, mm-hmm. well, the words were better, but the tone of voice tells me that that's a lie. Yeah. But it's coming out of your mouth. That's not the way you feel. Right. So let's try again. Uh huh. Okay, well, yeah, your tone of voice was better, but boy, your facial expression was terrible. Let's right. try again. And just with a smile in my, on my face mm-hmm. and patience. By the time they've tried seven or eight times, they're ready to get it right <laughs> and move on with their lives. Mm-hmm. And that's a way that I can train them that what we say is not even just the words that come out of our mouths, but the, the tone of voice, the expression, the body language. You know, if you mm-hmm. stand there with your hands on your hips yeah. saying something to your mama, that gives your mama the wrong impression about what you're saying, right? Right. Now, let's pause here for a word from our sponsor. From Affirm Films comes the Kendrick Brothers' Show Me the Father. All of us have a fatherhood story. My dad was my hero growing up. My father was somebody who disappointed you. From the creators of War Room and Courageous comes an inspiring cinematic journey featuring five amazing true stories. I'm stunned. He's real. He's really out there. This is really him. Your perfect father in heaven can change the trajectory of your life. Show Me the Father. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Now playing. You know, um, Jesus said in Matthew chapter 12, he says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. But I say to you that for every idle word men may speak, they'll give account for it in the day of judgment. 
By your words you'll be justified, and by your words you'll be condemned. You know, it's a pretty powerful thing. You know, to say the stuff that we blurt out doesn't just, you know, go out in the atmosphere and dissipate. I mean, it's something that speaks from our hearts and our inability or refusal to filter it, to, to control it, to check it and say, hey, is this true? Is this useful? Is this helpful or hurtful? Before we release it out into the community around us, that speaks a lot to our heart. And we, you know, we really need to be, we need to be aware of that in ourselves and we need to be encouraging that kind of thoughtfulness in our kids too. And it's going to do them such good, such benefit, you know, to be able to control their mouth, to be able to, to think before they speak in all kinds of situations. You know, how many times have you gotten yourself in trouble, not so much the original problem, but the way that you reacted to the criticism? Well, you know, mm -hmm. you mentioned that, the way you react to your criticism. Another thing that <clears throat> is actually kind of fun that I've done with our kids yeah. when they start using, uh, not profanity, but just coarse language to, to express things when they mm -hmm. say, oh, oh, whatever, you know, yeah. referring to a pile of poop. Yes. <laughs> oh, poop or something. And yes. I, uh -huh. is I'll say, you know, that's really a lazy, sloppy way to, ex to express yourself. Let's use real words to, to say that this is as horrible as we can imagine. Mm -hmm. And what made me think of it is years ago, I was editing a book written by a young person. Uh -huh. And this young person wrote a really good book, mm -hmm. but she used underlines and italics and excla many exclamation points right. for emphasis instead of describing how the person felt. Right. Instead of saying, oh... Is, is saying, oh, no, in bold, mm -hmm. that's horrible, underline 50 times and, and exclamation points. Right. Instead, you say, oh, no, that's horrible. She gasped with, mm -hmm. with distress and, and concern. Right, right. And so we kind of play a game with the kids. Uh -huh. How can you say it's horrible? It, it's, is it, it's reprehensible. Yes. It's disastrous. Uh -huh. It's disgusting. Right. <laughs> yeah. And teach them other ways to express that you know, extreme I, feeling. I, one time I was on a flight going to Panama, and I was sitting next to a Department of Defense translator. And he was from Puerto Rico. He spoke perfect English, but he, he translated in a lot of different languages. And he said, you know, English just amazes me because it is such a flexible language. You have such a broad vocabulary. He said, in, in Spanish, we have one word for flood. You know, it's like... I forget what it was, but he said, we have one word for a flood, but in English, there's all of these synonyms, and you get to choose so much, and it's just poetic. And I thought, you know, we don't really appreciate what a beautiful language we have and how many flexible ways we have to <laughs> express something and, and in a very descriptive fashion without repeating ourselves or without resorting to the same word over and over again, or the same seven words, yes. if you will. But before we go, we should, say, we should mm -hmm. get to what do you do when they just flat disobey you? Uh -huh. When they're calling each other names and you've said, nope, you can only call your brother things he says it's okay to call him. If he says, don't call me that, you can't call him that. Right. What do you do when you said, don't say that word again, and they keep saying it? Mm -hmm. It's time to discipline them. Mm -hmm. It's time for it to cost them something. And that discipline is going to vary depending From, on the child yes. and their age. For, and, a, for a young child, that might be meet me in the, in the laundry room and administer mm -hmm. some 
some loving physical discipline. Yes. For an older child, it might be restrictions right. or extra work. Mm-hmm. But it but when it comes down to flat defiance, mm-hmm. then it's time to discipline. As some of the old uh, some of the old pastors would say, the heart of the problem is the problem of the heart. Yeah. And that's really what we need to be aiming at. We need to be discipling our children to have hearts that are turned to Christ and minds that are turned to God's Word and the the attitude that they want to be pleasing in all things, even if it's an unpleasant thing that needs to be expressed, they want to express it in a way that doesn't add to the problem. And we as the parents need to keep an eye on the verbal atmosphere of our homes. If mm-hmm. people are constantly carping at each other, it's time to sit down and talk about it. It's time mm-hmm. to take them to the Word of God. Right. It's time to work it out. Right. You know, if there's constant, you know, resorting to sanitized cussing or mm-hmm. to, you know, angry anger, then mm-hmm. we have a heart issue we need to work on. Mm-hmm. Because our homes need to be a place where everyone feels safe and loved. Mm-hmm. I remember a friend of mine sharing, and this just broke my heart, mm-hmm. that her parents did not do that. Mm-hmm. And she was the oldest child, and she, b- before any of them came to Christ, she was not raised in a Christian home, mm-hmm. she really was ugly to her younger siblings. She made up hateful names for them, mm. she mocked them and teased them unmercifully, and then in college she came to Christ. Mm-hmm. And I knew her maybe about 10 or 15 years later. Yeah. And none of her siblings would have anything to do with her. She had like seven siblings, only one of them would have anything to do with her. And she also had come to the Lord. Yes, the other along the way. Right. Yes. But all these siblings that didn't know the Lord that uh-huh. she just deeply desired to impact for Christ. Yep. Wouldn't have anything to do with her. Because she had damaged all of their relationships so thoroughly when she was younger. Well, that really impacted me as a young parent because I thought I do not want to allow my kids to do that to the to, to their relationships with each other. Mm. And That's so so true. We so do that by encouraging an edifying atmosphere, a loving atmosphere, no name calling that isn't mm-hmm. that someone when someone says don't call me that. Right. It stops. Right. Encouraging teasing to be kept friendly. If somebody mm-hmm. says stop, you stop. Right. That we encourage one another and build up one another. You know, mm-hmm. I remember one of our sons saying after he got back to college after Christmas break, he said, mm-hmm. Mom, you know, my girlfriend said something funny the other day. I said, what? Mm-hmm. She said, you know, I like you better when you've, when you've been home. And he said, wait a minute, what does that mean? Does that mean you don't want me around here? She said, no, it's just, you know, when you've been home and you come back, it's like you're the best you you can be. You're not bitter or sarcastic like we all tend to get around school, mm. but... You just, I don't know, you seem to be the best you when you've been around your family. Wow. Folks, that's what I want for our kids. Right. We want our home to be the place where they are the best them, where they lose that bitter edge, the -hmm. the harshness that the world has a tendency to put on us. Because the world notices. Oh, yes. The world notices. It stands out. And it does prompt discussion, and it does open doors. It certainly does. All right. Well, look, that's... um, Boy, this is a real practical topic, and uh, I'm, I'm glad we got to talk about it, but we do appreciate you joining us. If you've got a topic you'd like for us to address, how about um, give us a call on our listener response line. It's 
888-888-0321 and just leave us a message there and we would love to hear from you. Uh, you can also catch us on... Our, you can find our archives anywhere that you find that you get podcasts or mm-hmm. at com slash radio. Yep. Check out our website at RaisingRealMen.com and mm-hmm. CraftsmanCrate.com. Mm-hmm. And please remember to leave a review so other people can find us. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. And uh, until next time, I'm Hal. And I'm Melanie. And we'll talk to you again later. Bye-bye now. Bye, y'all. You've been listening to Making Biblical Family Life Practical with Hal and Melanie Young. If you found this program interesting, challenging, and encouraging, why not join us on the web at halandmelanie.com. That's H-A-L-A-N-D-M-E-L-A-N-I-E.com. Or follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook slash Hal and Melanie or Facebook.com slash Raising Real Men. This program is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Join us next week when we'll be back to talk about making biblical family life practical. Until then, thank you and God bless you for listening.